0: Hello, hello, hello! My name is Nate Rossa and welcome back to I Just Can't Even With Myself Right Now, my personal pet project podcast where I discuss absolutely anything that comes to mind because limits are for losers and in my space, we follow the wind. So sit back, tense up, and enjoy NE Unleashed. And as always, live it up folks and make it happen. All right, welcome back everybody so it has been a while actually it's been quite a bit and i'm actually kind of still you know you know, feeling when you get back to work after a long period of just dormancy like we're just dormant for weeks and then you're just trying to realize oh so i have to re everything again that's kind of how i feel right now where i feel like it's we're going back into the podcast medium feels like an alien foreign vibe but at the same time it's like you know what the answer to some things will have to just be just to push through and just make it happen and so that's what i'm going to do so uh great Though another big thing of the reason why i'm having trouble with this one is because this is a function that is normally very misunderstood um yes and I am talking about a function here. Uh in the realm of personality theory, the function we are going to be discussing is Fi or rather introverted feeling. Um it's I'm actually going to be kind of rolling around the definitions here a bit because the definitions of Fi have been highly debated. Um, It's one of the debated ones, like Effie has been as well. Uh, Frankly, I think it's because there's quite a bit of misunderstandings between feeler types anyway, um, and about feeler types too. So, I'm actually... How do I put this? Um, I'm going to compare and juxtapose a bunch of different definitions, because I've suffered, let's say, maybe two, three days of just trying to make sense of this particular function. As a, uh, as an ENFP, this is my auxiliary function. So technically, I do have a good handle on it. But it's just uh, being able to express it in a way for it to make sense for other people, for other people who don't have this function. For example, um, like who don't value it, who find this foreign, or those who have it as an inferior. Like it could be kind of odd and take and. It's funny because I actually don't even know how this will kind of go to, but I feel like my goal for this episode is that for people who are FI users out there, will be able to hear this and relate um, to some extent, or relate to the extent that is uh, correct. Because I have to say that there is quite a bit of um, misunderstandings about FI. I feel like we as a type community... Need to understand the the main reasons of FI, like the motivations of FI. We need to understand like what makes this tick, what makes it go here and there. Um, So I just kind of want to jump into that and give you guys what you guys want, or at least are expecting from this episode. So first of all, I actually personally I come from the MBTI side of FI before. Um, A lot of the times, especially in my earlier tweets. I've usually talked about FI as if it were like a membrane, like a muscle. And it waxes and wanes. It You can train it. You can also loosen it up. It's very... It's so kind of... It can also be stuck in its ways, almost, in a sense. Uh, FI from an MBTI, understand, at least from how I understood FI in an MBTI sense, was that it is having your personal code of ethics. It's a having a personal set of values that is set from arbitrary details that you've personally have shaped and it kind of makes you kind of very analytical about values in general. You know, it kind of makes you have that kind of... Uh, when you look at the world through the eyes or the lens of an FI user, you see it in a sense of, like, individuality versus group harmony, right? And this is all MBTI thing that I'm talking about. I think, to some extent, a lot of the get you guys listening... Would be able to kind of be like, yeah, yeah, he's talking, he's talking. Fi, uh, like it makes sense. Um, Fi people know how they feel. A lot of the times, we something sometimes we'll just deny it, but we really know exactly how we're feeling in a lot of situations. We know what we're doing, why we like something or why we don't. Why we understand? Yes, it's our subjective preference, but we prioritize it. There's a lot of um. We like to have our own categories for things for people. And so it can make us come off very stubborn, um, very what's the word I'm looking here for? Uh oh I had the word but it was gone. at the tip of my tongue. But <laughs> I'm it's, I'll figure it out. It's gonna it's gonna kick, kick in at some point. Obstinate, actually. That's the word. <laughs> okay, I figured it out. Uh yeah, we could be a little obstinate. And for the most part, I've been kind of content with that definition. You know, i have content that being an FI user, we're going to have a list of subjective motivations that only really benefit ourselves. And I know people have called out FI for being selfish or too self-absorbed, which is a risk. It's a risk when your whole entire existence kind of focuses on yourself and self with a capital S. I remember reading something about that where there's FI seeks the self. Um, it's an inward-focused function where we take in the information from the outside and we process it within. Um, there's, it's, in a sense, we share this motion, this direction, with all the other introverted functions, um, SI, NI, and TI. Uh, FI is also analytical by default because we spend a lot of time just ruminating <laughs> in our own values. Trying to either strengthen it, weaken it, see where it fits, how it goes. I know with a lot of folks who are introduced into MBTI FI, there is a fascination, a fixation on identity and the idea of authenticity. Um, FI people do not want to do anything that isn't born from within, like from an inner willpower that they have themselves decided upon. If they are told to do something that they don't want to do, it's almost either impossible or just really difficult to get them motivated to do that. Uh, I I actually have myself used examples of, like in the vehicle setting, FI tends to be like an engine, no matter where it is in your stack, whether it's your dominant or your inferior, like there is a place for FI in you um, in your thought process where you are charged by this backing, like this engine. It's the thing that charges you to do what you need to do. Um, it is also a deciding function. It's a decision-making function as well. Um, and it's basically deciding via preferences. You know, you like this or you don't like this. You make sense of this or you don't make sense of this. And I can say with, you know, with or admit, for myself at least, that that's, it's not the most efficient um, function, and I actually don't even think it's efficient at all. I think that's why it's backed and has to be supported by TE, because... If you are only focusing on FI, it's almost really hard like if you have it as isolated in an isolated setting, it's you're basically asking to waste time only because it's such a static function. like it's it's so still. we have problems taking in um, making action based off of it, but we will have decisions right away off of something from it. Uh, we would refuse to take something like that. We refuse to associate with a person, for example, based on an FI reason. Um, and I say FI reason because the the rules or the whole descri- uh, the whole kind of information, the data that why we made that decision in the first place either tends to be very private or just way too complicated. That we ourselves have made it complicated for, <laughs> and that's why we're in this mess. Uh, at the same time, FI people, by also by definition and also by application, by the people I've met, especially let's say INFPs, uh, and as an ENFP, I have to say this, that they often know how I'm feeling before I feel it, and they also just seems to know, seem to understand and comprehend people's emotions, in a in a very. I wouldn't. It's not empathetic like FE does. Like it's not in an empathetic way, like FE does. It's, it's more of a, like a snapshot, um, like a framed emotion, that they're accessing. If, if that makes sense. Uh, the reason why it's so difficult to define Fi is, I think the definitions of Fi in MBTI is actually, not that great. Um we there's a lot of misconceptions i would say when it comes to to the actual when you f- put the pieces together and you actually get a type like the isfps and the infps you see them and people have all these stereotypes that these people that aren't actually accurate at all about them like isfps aren't passive like that doesn't make sense to to the whole theory like when you actually dig down on their functions none of it actually makes them passive um se is quite powerhouse function, and INFPs aren't just this lovely, healy, like, healing person who's always like, oh, we love everybody, like, no, you know, we've, INFPs actually, they're, one, they're kind of cold at first hit, there's another one, um, they're not usually, they don't warm up until you really get to know them, and another one is that INFPs are really easy to hate people, like, they, Really know how they feel about how everyone else is around them, so it's very quick for them to decide if they like a person or not. It doesn't really make them inclusive, as the theory suggests, or as the stereotype suggests, they could that they are. So I'm here to have this discussion, open this up, to dispel uh, the misconceptions of FI. Uh, one, because I want to know. How y'all react to this, and at the same time, I want to know how it's how we really need to have a hard look on function definitions and on the theories and the systems itself. Uh, I was having this conversation with an e n f j before, and really the premise of a lot of this of of this episode, and I, I'd like to share this with you guys is how I feel that. As you get to study more about type, and as you start digging into the functions deeper and deeper, the critical thinking kind of kicks in, and you start to ask questions. You start to not completely adhere to certain aspects. You either start giving yourself a hard, a cold, hard look at yourself and realize that there are some things that are missing, and if they're missing, what do we need to fill that with? And currently this is how I'm going to transition this. Currently, my the definitions of socionics understanding of Fi is, at the most, in my opinion, better. And better is very, I would say, still on a neutral varied thing. Because the reason why I say that is because the descriptions, socionics is a Ti-based system. And it was, the, from what I understood, from the people who teach it, it's developed by an INTP, or at least someone who has TI base. And that's what makes FI really hard to define, even in this particular personality system theory, because, you know, TI people are role as FI by the system, and that would mean that it's, it's kind of a neutral ground, like, is it or is it not kind of function for them. And you know, let's say you're an ENTP, this makes it your polar function, so it's kind of your point of least resistance, so you're going to have to like deal with that kind of moment also. So in a sense, FI, I would argue in the sociotypes as the most un- misunderstood function, uh, yeah, not fully defined, fleshed out, um, compared to the rest, because NI has been defined rather clearly in socionics, and I really appreciate that. But moving on cuz i can bring up my thoughts i'm first going to mention how it's called or what's the differences or yeah how their how the jargon has shifted a little bit so it's not called introverted feeling it's called introverted ethics so they call it fi the letter r relational ethics or white ethics Um, It's called introverted rational static. It's associated with the ability to sense the subjective or implicit sense of the subjective distance between two people. And they make judgments based off of this distance. Um, Types with valued FI, they like to make and maintain close personal relationships with their friends and their family, they value sensitivity to others' feelings, and occasionally will make their innermost feelings and sentiments known in order to test the possibility of creating closeness with others. Um, these types convey emotions in terms of how they were affected by it, so it's very, um, I did not like that, rather than um, an FE approach, which would be the It is very objective to the subject So it's very like, that sucked or something Much of their decisions are based on how they themselves The self or others is relating to them personally Feel a contrast to considering um, Like the big picture, like in terms socially Like they don't really look at it in groups They look at it as individuals So already, this is by the way taken from sociotype.com So for any of you guys who want to check this out on your own time It's sociotype.com and I only brought this up because this is very da- a very kind of quick paragraph description on introverted ethics or FI. And I have to say, with this description, the whole point that from where I was trying to get into socionics at the first time was diff- find it difficult to understand was distance, and I didn't really fully understand what they meant with that until I finally fully fleshed it out. It's not distance like how we understand distance, I don't think. It's it's not um like it's not like quantifiable by by like how many meters or how many feet you're away from a person. It's not like that. You're thinking it's it's all subjective. And that's why I say that because F I is a subjective function. Unlike F E, which we've collectively understood as objective, where back in Jungian terms it's you know, we're focused on the object. FI is not. It's focused on the self. It's focused on how they personally perceive something. So my previous understanding of FI with the whole arbitrary set of rules and the connectivity of um yourself in relation to an object is the distance that we're talking about here. Um making judgments based off distances. So what this usually comes off as is like how I talked about how an INFPs would like know You know how they feel about something. You know they know if one thing equals what, or if one person rubs them the wrong way. They're not going to hesitate in knowing that status of their relationship. It's almost instant. They almost kind of get this vibe where it's quick. Like they don't like this person. Um, They feel as though they their existence directly serves as a compass um, when it comes to gauging out people's. Like safeness or capacity of taking on, um, like it's almost like it's really interesting when you actually see it in action. Um, And the best way to just find that or to kind of play with FI in action is using for actually um, ISFPs. Actually, ISFPs are the best. uh, I would say is my kind of next best thing to take in. So, what are you know? How does an FI with SE work? You know, or an ESI or whatever, and what is FI like for them? So, according to a good person that I've met, her name is Katie. Um, she has, and she's an ISFP. I feel like you guys who are listening must have already known her. If not, you can totally hit her up. She's awesome. So, with her and SE, it's she, it's kind of like a bulldozer kind of effect, um, like a hammer. How it happens. So, what it is is, and why I say that is so, one, she knows exactly how she feels about a person right away, and SE, the second function, kicks in, and suddenly they know how to act accordingly to what needs to be done. So, one way is how she's actually in love, because I actually have her, um, her comment on this. She goes, she'll ask herself if she loves this person, are they neutral to this person, do I dislike this person, do we mesh well, or is there something I disagree with? And when that happens, it's either, and they say balls to the wall, passionate about it, or they don't give at all. Um. There's no middle ground. So FI helps them gauge the distance, and then SE kind of lets them know if they need to... Um, She calls it SE is a tool, reality is her playground. So they find practical and realistic means for expression, whether it means they feel something about a friend and they'll instantly know what to buy them or what to write for them or what to say to them, um, or how to act for them. You know, they know how to craft reality in order to serve, excuse me, to serve that FI base, um, to serve whatever they're feeling, they know what they need to do to po- mold reality to what they want, so for someone to mold reality, and this kind of brings me back to the SE thing, it takes quite a quite a character, it's, it takes quite a, a persona, they're powerful people by, their, by default, in a sense, um, Unlike, no, yeah, sure, they have inferior TE, where it makes it kind of difficult for them to to like think, let's say, of the efficiency, but because they're SE second, it gives them that extra edge advantage where at least they'll just act on it. You know, they'll instantly make it, you know, they can power through problems, um, let's say, between them and another person. Whatever distances they have another person, they're quick to speak up. They're not really one to kind of cower or retreat. I really don't see ISFPs doing that at all. They're really not that kind of person. So it's very fascinating with that. Whereas when I interviewed um, an INFP, when I asked them about FI and NE, for them, FI and NE was like, FI is the child, NE is the trampoline. So it's almost like, what it is is like they idealize their partner in a sense. They imagine what they want from the world. So, um like FISI, um how my good friend Joey said, like FISI is like the personification of an inner child. And yeah, they use the trampoline to try to like think of them they're not as grounded per se. Um, he did mention too, FI is basically awareness. Basically just attunement, like you're just attuned to knowing where you stand with people. Um FI people just know. At least Fi DOMs, from what I've experienced, they just know. Um, I actually have to make an argument for this. Even ENTJs and INTJs, they have an innate kind of sense of where they stand with people. They may not be able to explain it. Like, neither of us FI users, I guess, just generally explain why we don't like a person. Only that when we don't like a person and we've kept our distances between us and them, we're better off. Um, there's always been, like, when we erect walls, it's not to protect, like, ourselves. Like, it's not that selfish. It's, like, protect each other from, like, it's almost harmony by a backwards sense of harmony. Because by keeping distance is what we keep harmony and peace between us. Because too much closeness and it's going to get, like, eh. Uh... <laughs> so it's it's interesting. It's very, very interesting uh, to... To get it, and so I've been simmering this topic for quite a while because I'm just trying to figure out where even I stand with the definitions of FI in this case. And another thing I reason another thing that came up to my mind was the topic of identity is so easy, I would say, for FI dominance or FI base, but it's difficult for people who are FI auxiliary. And in socionics, they have this explanation where because. They call it the creative function. And it's in under the topic or under the theory concept of dimensionality. So your 4D is the air you breathe. So it's your dominant. 3D is your playground. Um you, you're good at it, you, like you're good at it, but it's not the air you breathe, so you have to think of creative ways to use it. It's kind of how I've wrapped my mind around this theory. So in my case, it's NE, is my 4D. So I breathe any but fi is my 3d so what it what that means is what the stand my standing with people my distances that i have with people they're a lot more fluid my identity in my opinion is more fluid and i'm i remember there was this this uh poll that a good friend of mine too like joanna who's an infj has mentioned where or has brought up where the topic of identity, like, is it static to you, is it not, or is it more fluid? And I answered that it was more fluid, and that I don't believe that we have a a very strict sense of identity that doesn't change. I feel like it it meshes and waxes and wanes and and transforms into whatever we need it to be. And it did kind of rile up a few FI DOMs, actually, in this case, because they see it completely different. To them, the FI is so strong, it it is static. It just doesn't change unless they themselves will it to be. And for me, my FI, I keep things a little, too more, a little more open-ended than anything. Uh, it's also backed by the fact that my TE is also a little bit higher that I instantly seek a practical application right away. So how does this blend in with all this theory? It was that um, my FI is, in socionics, from how I've understood this, is always weighing my distances between people. Um, I'm weighing where I stand with everybody and weighing how that individual works with this individual. No, how I work with that individual versus how I work with another individual. It's totally not like Effie at all. Like for Effie, it's always seeking like a harmony of some kind, like of an objective result of some kind. For me, it's not the case. It's seeking out um, how... I can gain something from this interaction, Um, we can evolve our status from here, but when I go to another person, I'm not doing the same thing, it's a whole different person, a whole new identity is going to sprout, it's a whole new interaction, I'm not going to just do a one-size-fits-all for that kind of situation, it's it's just not going to happen, and what ends up happening in that case is I have, let's say, a lot of social networks, like a lot of people I've met, but... I've kept them all within varying levels and degrees of importance. Uh, And when I make decisions based that will affect people around me, it's weighed under this scale of how prioritized this person is to me. And to some extent, we understand that. Like, for example, we typically would put like your parents above certain people. You'd put your close friends above certain, you know, they, they... get to enjoy privileges that your other people don't, which I think is not necessarily FI, like, I feel like that's, everybody does that to some extent, because we, not everyone is your friend, you know, you don't go online and assume everybody you talk to is suddenly your best friend, that's incorrect, but at the same time, when you're starting to make decisions based on this kind of thought process, is I feel is very, um, 3D FI in this case, or my creative FI, it's like, is like I see the distances between people. I don't see them as literal voids. I see them as strings. And why I say strings is the metaphor I'm going to start using. is The string is that I pull them one by one. I pull and test and see if any of these relationships are going to do anything. Um, I'm going to parallel this because uh, with functions like fe and ti axis. Because with those functions, it's... I had to ask the question, you know, as I an I E E slash E N F P, how am I adept in social settings, yet have a completely different set of functions? Like, what? How do my functions accommodate for the networking concept? And it's got me thinking that for me to get along with everybody and try to accommodate my existence with everybody else's existence, it's tailored so keenly to individual people it's every person has experienced a different side of me because i tailor each person for my benefit not for them especially like not for them exclusively it's inclusively for both of us are being tailored for this specific connection i have with that person and then when you have another one with another person it's completely different again we're not fe users you know we don't just create a force field where everyone in the force field benefits it doesn't work like that um a good friend of mine, Max, has mentioned that, like, you know, if you feel like you don't want to, you can't, you don't want to be in order to get along with a person, you create this distance. And I said yes because the status of the distance I've had with this person is absolutely necessary because in the end I'm just the one adjusting, not them. You know, I'm giving a piece of myself, and it costs me uh... to shorten that distance you know if a person messes me up or messes up and i'm affected by that the price that i paid to connect with this person isn't easily like doesn't come back to me right away i don't just bounce back to a state where we're back to normal again after a few talks or something we're not FE users our reaction to said action is going to stick with us until we've done something about it uh... personally done something about it So. Because those are the issues I deal with as an FI user, I gotta play with the strings. I have to see the degrees of the social connection. I gotta know that the investments I'm dropping here and there aren't just gonna fail. Uh, I compared it to like an investor who gambles, almost. Like, this is just like a playground for me. And I'm just also wondering if this is like FI and TE being much closer that I see this in a more like detached, disconnected setting, which is what makes it kind of awkward to talk about Because you, one, you can't really observe Fi in action, like, it's really hard, unless you're, like, a, you know, Fi with Se backed with it, but at the same, another thing, too, is, like, your motivations, all these little play things, is not obvious to anyone, you know, except for myself and if I'm talking about it, so it becomes that kind of issue, um, so... It, while f i is static to as a definition and as a as a function by isolation as in any base or any Dom that f i is creative therefore or auxiliary therefore it's fluid so it's a lot less likely like um it's more adaptable for me you know for other enfps uh I remembered one way I can actually connect this as well is I was talking to a good friend, Crystal, uh, who's also on ENFP, and we've talked about or she used the words uh giving a piece of your soul to each person you meet. And a piece of your soul is interesting to point it out because um by inserting a piece of yourself, you've it it's not like it's almost like you've created a Specific set of yourself for this person, and then you leave and go to the next person. You do this again. So by end, what you ended up happening is, let's say you've created a thousand contacts or a thousand networks with each individual. So you've given a thousand pieces of you. This is what makes it exhausting for us because the entire function itself is exhausting. Like this is a very time-consuming function. You don't just you know, like, give it freely and willing, like willingly. You either generate a few bits, and then you give it away a little bit more, um, and then why the distance is so important, because you can't just give everything away now. You realize that your resources as a self is not infinite, it's finite. It's You don't have a lot of this. I can already imagine ENTJs and INTJs are going to agree with a little bit of this statement, because they don't have a lot to give to people. Um, they're busy trying to make stuff happen the best way they could, or the most efficient way they can, or the most applicated thing to make life a little bit easier for everybody else, but to sit there and, like, let's say, deal with the, let's say, the FE of the matter, it's not going to be a simple give and take. It's a lot more subjective and a lot more nuanced, and it's complicated, especially if you're an FI user, (laughs) it's not going to (laughs) work, um... And it's, I remember I was explaining this to Max, and I was like, I feel a little heartless explaining this, because it sounds like, what kind of human being does this? You know, like, FI users sound really weird, and for the most part, I would agree, we do tend to come off a little weird, <laughs> uh, but it's this thought process that we're going through, playing in our heads, pushing and pulling, and seeing the where we stand with everybody, is what Collectively, arguably, from at least from an f i perspective, how we've maintained our sanity f- for the most part of our lives, I mean, people have called us out as like heartless and cold and you know like for for because like we don't entertain just about everybody, and the reason why we don't is because f i is a very limited function, it's limited to the self, and benefits of f i is um frankly we are so in tune and aware of what we are lacking. Um, and lacking in a sense, not like in an Enneagram 4 sense of lacking. We're, la- we're again, thinking distance. We know what needs to be done to either fill or not fill. And we're not going to just give ourselves so quickly to a person. Um, like, uh, just really nilly, you know. And I know this could be contradictory because I know some ENFPs are so willing to give. Uh, but that's a price we pay. By accident, by not realizing our FI enough, or the strength of this FI, or like the whole point of our function, why we think like this, it costs us something. And I think it's it co- directly contributes to ENFPs, or maybe even um, ESFPs, suffering by accidentally not realizing that we need to take time for ourselves. Um, if we don't do that, it kind of affects us negatively. We actually, like, if we don't know the sta- our statuses, or we don't have a more concrete way of looking at, um, of our deciding if where we are with this person, that we become way more really like way more wishy washy than we intend to be, and the damage is between. Not just you, the individual, but the person that you're interacting with suffers as well. I've heard way too many sob stories, like really unfortunate um, instances where people complain about um, EFPs who've done them done them bad because they weren't aware of what they needed to, to do. And so that's kind of like, without the TI also to just like explain why they do the way they do, other than the fact that you're just rolling with the punches, rolling with the tides the wind, not realizing their impact is affecting themselves and others, it's, it's hard, it's a tough function to, like you can't just ignore it, at least, um, I've tried, <laughs> as a seven in the Enneagram system, I've, I've tried ignoring it, it's, it's not a fun function, but it's served, it has served its many good deals of success. Uh, One weird thing about my FI, at least with mine, I don't know about other ENFPs or INFPs, ISFPs, ESFPs, if you guys relate, please let me know, but when I don't like a person, and I share this with people, that I'm like, oh, I don't know about this person, this person's giving me bad vibes, you know, I'm getting a terrible vibe, the distance between us. I want to keep this distance, I don't want to get close to this person um, for so-and-so arbitrary reasons, You know, whether it's weeks, days, months, or whatever, the result always turns out that I would be right. It's the only function I would say that I've had complete right, like being correct with, and it's freaking me out because I don't know how I do that. I don't know the process, only that I'm picking up on these subtle cues from another person and collecting this information and processing it and suddenly deciding whether or not this person is worth it. Worth is a big thing for us FI users. When something is worth doing, we almost either have all the energy suddenly in the world to accomplish it, or we don't. You know, we we weigh. It always is weighing going on. Unlike FE, which is where we understood this as looking and seeing our FE impact and consequence and implications that our actions and our words have on another person, we are looking at how another person as an individual costs us personally to interact with them, what price we pay to maintain a connection, what price we pay to maintain a distance even. Um... Sometimes we try to be objective enough by just completely disconnecting from the situation and yeah it happens. And then other times we just realize that probably this is not a good idea and we're just going to hold off a bit and wait. I've noticed with, with at least INFPs like there's t- the time where it takes so long for them to come to a decision because they know what they want. They just don't really can't really create the pathway for them to make it. But at the same time like for example myself, I may take it may take me forever to know what I want. And then they'll just know. They'll be like, no, no, Nate, you actually want this, or you don't actually like this person, or you are not going to get along. It's very, almost very clear for them. Um, so I have to say, with this episode, <laughs> as I have babbled about FI, uh, I hope that this opens a conversation. Um, I don't know, you know, I'm putting myself out there with this kind of information, and seeing how other people are going to react to this definition of fi. And I just hope that I can bring a little more realism to something that's not typically understood well. I think that, yes, there is value in fi. Um, I'm not saying that just because I'm a TE user, obviously not. But I also think that we need to get really, we we have to kind of crack down on our understanding of the functions. Because when you really look at this understanding of fi, we're not looking at Um, you're not looking at a type of person who's just all feely by themselves. This is a person who thinks really deeply about their standing with other people, their status, their, um, that's not, I keep saying status, it's not status like a political sense, it's like the state, the condition of your relationship with another person. Um, and I keep saying person, it's not mass. When you try to do this to a group of people, I fail. (laughs) It, It doesn't work. And that's because I'm not an FE user. Um... The methods, the process, the thought strategy of FI is not designed for FE. It's not designed for a collective, um, objective result. It's always shaped to be subjective and personalized, and like the energy is inward, always. It's always going in. I remember there's another issue with like the big one of the biggest issues sometimes is like FE and FI people not getting along, and they're not getting along because. Either they're misreading each other, um... Or they're just unaware of the, the other impact. Because again, they're not the same. They're two distinct styles of ethics. And it's... It's like, think of it like as two opposing houses or schools of thought. Um... They have this life perception projecting onto the world. But they're completely opposite from each other. So when... Um... So when they interact, it's like two completely different planets attempting to try to wrap their minds around what they've already understood the entire planet to be running as. So it's definitely an eye-opener, it's definitely a reality kicker um, or checker. When you interact with your opposing feeling, ethical function, um, of course it gets a little bit more blendy, like blended in the socionic system, because as ENFPs go or ESFPs even, we have 4D FE, so we're actually very aware of the FE impact, we just don't really care to kind of enact it, because I would say I'm actually pretty good at enacting the, the objective vibe the objective mood of the room and trying to make it happen but It's not sustainable for me. I would trade that in favor of my valued function, which is FI. This is the place I play in. Even though, technically, when you think about it, my fe would be easy to just do. But because I prefer FI, I would just play around with it, even though it probably costs me to waste more time than necessary. So, definitely more on this Uh, later in life. I want to open this conversation first, I want you guys to get in on this, and, you know, scrutinize, criticize, however you want, if you're from the socionic place, you know, speak up, if you're from the MBTI world, speak up, like, let's, you know, let's get this going, and if not, I hope you guys enjoyed this, this little episode of me babbling, I think it's fun, you know, I I personally thought it was a little bit, it's quite fun, it's, it's not as, I would say more lively like my anyone frankly because i mean any is my is my heir so it's why it's like that but it took me a while with fi i hope i hope with as much as i can of the hoping thing that i've explained this to or given it some um some kind of clarity and if not i would love to create another episode again and go into this a little bit more deeper because I think it's very beneficial for us to get on, get in on this. And not so much as you don't have to adhere to the concept as if, like, blindly. You get in on this to criticize it, to learn. You get on this to pull apart and be like, hey, do I actually think like that? Do I actually send a piece of myself to everybody around me and not really look at things like a group setting? Is that actually a thing? Um, do I... Think about that too much? Do I not think about it? Am I analytical by default? How does that work? It's all like that in the back of chips. So, till next time, everybody. I thank you so much for listening, and hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. Bye.